Hi everyone, it's Tiken Zolewe here. About a week ago, I was invited to do a presentation about whether solo journalist creators can save the news. So here's a bit of my uh, presentation and uh, thank you to the folks at the Africa Journalism and the Media Summit for the invitation. Uh, I was asked to present uh, about, uh, you know, will solo journalism creators save the news? Now, my direct answer to that question is that it's complicated. And I hope through my, my, my presentation, you will see why uh, what I mean. So uh, where are we? Um, I have been trying to dip in uh, and out of uh, uh, the event, uh, the summit since yesterday. And I, I guess you have covered some of the things that uh, I'm going to mention, um, uh, but still equally important. So what's the state of our industry? The state of our industry right now is that we have uh, this word, which all journalists have had and probably is getting a little bit uh, trite and boring, uh, disruption. Yes, our industry as we know it, our industry has, has been sustained uh, through the decades. Uh, that edifice is collapsing. Uh, the business models that have sustained us are no longer uh, assured. Uh, the audience who used to come to us as the people, agenda setters, obviously don't. Um, but then what's happening in our industry? Are we changing? Absolutely, yes. But then unfortunately, I think that uh, some of us are still stuck to tradition, uh, very slow uh, to change. Now, these changes uh, are creating opportunities, but also perils. Uh, with, uh, you know, I'm talking about solo journalism here. And it's great that right now that journalism has been democratized, that anyone anywhere can essentially commit an act of journalism. Uh, but I think what that means, unfortunately, is that the corporate uh, that is the journalism industry is increasingly under strain. We don't know whether it will survive. Now that essentially means that uh, you know, when we, when journalists, uh, when the media is dealing with, uh, you know, some of these big pressures that we face, you know, press freedom, uh, trying to enforce ethics uh, that that we care about and sustain our our profession, then it becomes difficult. So that's kind of uh, uh, where we are. And the other thing as well uh, that I kind of want to mention uh, when you're talking about an example of a solo journalist. Uh, this might probably be a debate that uh, we might have uh, the whole day. Uh, and one of the people that I've chosen is um, not a straight out journalist, but you know him. I think he's just been uh, in Zimbabwe. Uh, and it's Wodemeyer, who has been an online creator uh, who runs this amazing YouTube channel traveling across uh, the continent and essentially talking about the diversity of the continent. And the whole thing about uh, him is that he's, he's really keen on telling the positive stories uh, of Africa. Now, is that journalism? We can, uh, um, we can have a discussion uh, about that, but I think there is an element of journalism in what he does. Uh, and I think where we, uh, one of the things that I think we can obviously learn from him, I'll talk about a little bit that later, but I think one, I didn't want to forget uh, mentioning that if you really want to appreciate what Wodemeyer does, absolutely watch the videos 
but spend the time reading the comments as well. And that's how that gives you an indication of where our audiences uh, are. Now, creating good journalism takes time. It is expensive. Uh, we in the industry uh, can appreciate that. So that is kind of where we are as, um, uh, as an industry. Now, what are my recommendations? <clears throat> my recommendations are, of course, we need to embrace change, yeah? Uh, I don't know who said it, but you know, there's this saying about, you know, if you don't change, change will change you. And you essentially want to be in, you know, in control uh, of your de destiny. If not in control of your destiny, you want to be better prepared for what fate will throw at you. Um, and one of the things that I think media organizations are struggling with uh, at the moment is kind of developing um, and, and training and holding on to talent. Um, there are amazing journalists uh, across this continent, but newsrooms are struggling to hold on to them. Now, there are factors internal and external, which sometimes unfortunately means that uh, this journalist will not have to be let go. But I think as somebody who has worked and, uh, in, in, news, in, you know, in newsrooms and you know, done trainings and, and engage with, uh, with journalists from across the continent, I think sometimes what's actually happening is that we, most journalists are trying to find relevance um, uh, with all the changes that are happening. And sometimes the newsrooms are restrictive they're very restrictive and are not, don't allow them to kind of explore this many talents uh, that they have. So they see people like Odemaya doing incredible things, but then when they try to do that, uh, you know, stuff like that, interesting uh, reporting or explore uh, different models of, of how to, to do journalism, then that space is given to them. Um, the other thing is, Niche reporting, niche reporting. Essentially, we need to have, you know, we just went through a pandemic. Uh, and I think one of the things that if you look back, uh, you know, look at what newsrooms prepared to, um, to report pandemics, uh, <clears throat> how well kitted was your health uh, um, team or health uh, reporter? Were they ready? Uh, to report that and how has the pandemic give, you know we've now been through hopefully we are uh, at the other end of, uh, of the pandemic uh, so hopefully uh, I hope newsrooms uh, you know have also used this opportunity to to build capacity uh, in ways that uh, when your journalist is reporting uh, whatever the the platform is they are a voice of, of authority somebody who brings clarity not confusion Somebody, a trusted voice that can explain uh, all these crazy things that are happening. And importantly, not to us essentially have the answer all the time, but to be uh, transparent and big enough to say, here is what we know and here is what we don't know, right? And that gets me to the point of trust and authenticity, right? It's all about people. I always say that, what is this journalism thing that we do? What is it for? 
Who is it for? Yeah. What is it that we do? Um, and why do we do it? And what do the people who we claim to do it for think about what we do? Those are the things that I think you should be, as a journalist, as a newsroom, you should be thinking about. Because it, those kind of questions get you to the point of, uh, and, and they ground you to kind of realize that you're doing what you do for people. It's about the people, okay? And uh, our learnings and potential opportunities I put there democracy, I'll talk about that in a bit. But in my view, where we are going at the moment, the future of news is segmented. The power is shifting to journalists. And that's why going back to the question, will solo journalism creators save the news? They will, they will have a part, uh, but I think as a, as, as a journalist, uh, I will also hope that in that future, there will, also, there will still be room for corporate media. Uh, but what is clear is that the, the, the technology uh, disruptions um, that we have seen uh, in the last few decades uh, and the opportunities that have come with it has kind of shifted that power to journalists. So essentially a journalist right now <clears throat> can be a newsroom, you know, fully, you know, you can essentially be a journalist a multimedia journalist, or just, you know, can even be a writer and write, uh, you know, um, you can be doing your newsletters, uh, you can be doing your news, uh, YouTube channels and, uh, you know, podcasting. And I think um, I, I, th this idea has not fully formed very well in my mind, but I think I am kind of uh, convinced that the way, you know, I guess all of us have kind of dealt with um, with freelancers, yeah, who essentially, in a way, if you think about the way they work, they kind of hire you a space on your website, for example. So if you're a newspaper freelancer, say, pitches to you a story, yes, there is a this payment and all that, but essentially they hire uh, a space uh, to publish. So you can have... Uh, a situation where you essentially have, um, you know, almost like an Uber type of situation where you own the platform, but then there are many players. And I think that's probably where it's going. So as the power shifts to journalists, uh, you will find corporate media because of the, you know, importantly, because of their credibility. Uh, and this is usually built through uh, history. Uh, there will still be a destination for people in times of uncertainty. And I bet you, uh, this I'm sure happened a lot, uh, uh, especially in the, you know, in the Western world, uh, and I'm sure it happened in, across Africa uh, as well, that during the pandemic, there was a spike in uh, interest in news because people wanted this you know, all this craziness that was happening, they wanted an understanding, right? So I think that infrastructure uh, will still be there, but as, as power still shift to uh, journalism. Now, the other important thing is that create news as a utility. News should be valuable, relevant, and actionable, right? And I've always argued that there is no way uh, journalists can fix their... 
uh, or rather the media can fix its revenue problems without fixing its trust issue. Uh, I'll point you to the Afrobarometer surveys that they do, uh, you know, they've, they've been tracking, um, you know, how, um, you know, views of Africans about uh, whether uh, on, on, on press freedom, and they're really interesting. And every time I read them, I always wonder, are there executives kind of and journalists, of course, reading this thing and thinking, hang on a minute, why do people, some people in one country think that the government should have an editorial role uh, in, in journalism? What are we doing wrong? Yeah. And I think once you start asking those questions, you will find that people want valuable, relevant and actionable, actionable news. In a, in, a, in a situation where you have a glut of information, people right now uh, want news uh, that actually that can help them, can help them make relevant uh, decisions uh, in, in their lives. So that's valuable actionable so that they can see the immediacy, the immediacy of, uh, of why they even bothering to come to your news. So, which goes to the point, which I have to mention here just briefly about uh, how do we measure uh, journalism? How do you measure impact? Now, if you measure impact solely by the clicks that you see on your site, that is great. But at the end of the day, you have to, to go beyond that if you want to be to remain uh, relevant. Uh, I pointed you out to the comments on Wodemeyer's YouTube page. Again, the whole thing about online uh, solo journalism creators or online creators is that they try and build trust, a connection. Now, that's something that I think we need to, to learn. Now, this word innovation, I always hear everyone, whenever we talk about the word innovation, all you hear people talking about all these shiny things, podcasts, drones, um, AI, and everything else. And all those things are great. But I think what we should be, we should be going back to the basics, right? Are we getting the basics right? Is our storytelling right? Are we writing in ways that make us understandable? Are we writing in a way, in a way that we are uh, telling the story the way it should be told? Are we transparent in the way we are doing things? That's for me is where the innovation uh, is. Now, finally, democracy. Uh, I think the media should have an ambiguous support for democracy. Uh, this is a, 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 a quote, uh, something that I came up with. I think journalism means the currency that democracy trades with. Journalism means the currency that democracy trades with. Think about it. Think about the role money plays in our countries. Now think about, trade that with journalism. And you just realize just what an important, what a privileged uh, um, um, position um, uh, we are in to kind of create content that allows people to make life-changing decisions, yeah? The state of democracy should be our business, should be our business. We should be worried, we should be concerned, um, we should be, um, uh, you know, celebrating the fact that, uh, 
you know, uh, we can contribute to democracy. Now, one thing that I want to say, and, and this is, I'm not saying, the, I'm saying this because I want to, ensure, to make sure that the point that I'm making across that hope, oh, my goodness, what, how naive is it? So here's the thing, I totally understand that democracies um, are, are strained. And one of the things that I think will be interesting, and I've seen this, uh, uh, you know, the Constructive Institute, which is a, a Danish uh, institute organization uh, has this model of trying to bring politicians and journalists together. Yeah. L to understand each other, you know, let's work, let's understand where I'm coming from and where you're coming from. The relationship does not have to be antagonizing, but there it has to be based out of respect. I think the media should be given the, the, the time uh, and the space to to do its job and there needs to be an understanding between these two important uh, contributors to a, a country's uh, democracy. I think I've said enough. Uh, I hope there is maybe 10 or so minutes for any questions which um, I'm always excited about questions. So please tell me you have some. Hey Dickens here again. Uh, so we had sound issues so I'm just going to repeat the question that uh, I was asked, and that is, how do you deal with misinformation spread by online creators? Here's a problem we have as, uh, where, where we are at the moment. There's so much going on, and we cannot police it. We cannot out-label everything that is going on there. So that's why I was saying that the focus right now for journalists, whether you are in a newsroom or um, working for yourself as a solo journalist, is that how do you better advance the, uh, the, the, the ethical standards that we, uh, that basically underpin um, our, uh, our profession? Um, and I think we can only do our best, but we can try and work together. And that's actually why my point about, I hope that there's in this future that I was talking about, there is opportunity for corporate media because it's much better for an institution with credibility to, uh, to kind of assert itself with it whenever there's all this confusion and just one individual. Thanks again for listening. Uh, as ever, if you want to reach out, I'm always on Twitter. My handle is at Dickens Olewe. Until next time, bye-bye.